just jumping in really quickly at the start of today's episode to tell you about some upcoming opportunities to see us live in the flesh. And you can see us live at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival 2024. We are doing three live podcasts on Sundays at 3.30 at Basement Comedy Club, April 7, 14 and 21. You can get tickets at dogoonpod.com. Matt, you're also doing some shows around the country. That's right. I'm doing shows with Saren Jaimana, who's been on the show before. We're going to be in Perth in January, Adelaide in February, Melbourne through the festival in April and then Brisbane after that. I'm also doing Who Knew It's in Perth and Adelaide. Uh, details for all that stuff at mattstewartcomedy.com. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Welcome to Do Go On. That's right, the comedy podcast, the show where we find something interesting and talk about it, and hopefully we make it interesting enough for you not to turn off the show. That's the plan. My name is Dave Warnicky, and I'm sitting here with my chum, my cohort, my co-host to the stars, Matt Stewart. Hey, Dave, how's it going? This is a, a comedy podcast, is it? When did that happen? Uh, well, when did that? Ha- well, it starts now. From. Now, right? Can you oh, tell yeah. us a great joke? Oh, jeez. That's a little bit of pressure. Could I maybe throw it across to uh, my co-host, my cohort, my chum, Jess Perkins? Oh, hello, Matthew. Hello, David. Hello, Jess Perkins. That's right. You are here to spark them up. How are you going? I'm very well. I'm very well. I'm feeling like uh, now I need to be really energetic. And, and, and sometimes I'm worried that my voice goes a bit meh. So I have to be very careful of that. You've also got to be comedy, apparently. Oh, this sh- is a comedy podcast. That's right. Well, Matt and I are the boring people that like trivia a lot. Okay. I really so, wish you had have told me then beforehand that I'm here for the comedy yeah, and the vigor. You are the, com- <laughs> You're com- here for the comedic your relief. Sense of vigor. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, whoo. <laughs> hey, should we, should we uh, get started with today's topic? That's yes. Right. And it, it's up to you. You to introduce that topic, Matt, because it is your turn. You've researched something, you've prepared a report, and Jess and I have no idea what you're about to talk about. Well, how we like to do it is uh, kicking it off with a a question. Um, Because it's a pretty, it's a trivia sort of inspired podcast. Yeah, well, and I have battled for a question here, and this is not a good one, but, um, (laughs) and like super misleading, but let's give it a go now. What, What would you say is Australia's greatest invention? Australia's greatest invention. Hills Hoist. Oh, damn. I was going to say Hills Hoist. Vegemite? Oh, good one. Actually, I'm not even into Vegemite, but Not I know either. a lot of... Oh, high five, Jess. That's why you're here. Yeah. To back up all of my opinions. And do you get abused for that all the time? If you're like, I'm not that big on Vegemite. People uh, are like, what do one... you mean? You're not Australian Actually, then. Uh, the one that I get abused about is I don't drink coffee. People oh. get in there and they want to beat the shit out of you no, for that. No, They're both big flavors. Maybe, that's, maybe you're yeah. not a big flavor guy. Yeah. I'm I think the younger dull, you are, right? I'm a, more of a dull bread man. There's something about... <laughs> dull bread, but, but loud shirts, so... That's right. Oh, yeah. That's true. There's something about, like, as you get older, your taste buds die and you need grosser foods, I reckon, just need to make them. yourself 
taste anything. <laughs> I need a taste. <laughs> I just need a I taste. Need a taste. Oh, Vegemite. That used to be gross, but oh, I love it now. Now, it now I feel can alive. feel something. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. All anyway. right, so we've, here's, a, here's a, another invention my dad tells me every time I get into an aeroplane is the evacuation slide. You know oh, the bit that people jump down? It's an Aus- Australian and adventure. So, I think so is the black box. Spray-on skin for burn victims. Oh. Wow, that's Australian right. woman invented that. No, this was invented in 1858. 18, okay. Okay, 1858. 1858. Um, probably wasn't um, the NBN. Uh, no, <laughs> probably wasn't. Probably wasn't the NBA either, because that's American. You're getting warmer there, though. Oh. Well. Cricket. No. Oh. Australian oh. invention. AFL? Yes. Oh, oh my football. goodness. Australian rules football. Yeah. Is that what we're talking about? That's what we're talking about. And you think that's a better invention than the Hills Hoist and Benchimo? Well, that's, what, that's such a, a poor question. Oh, maybe. That's it's right. A, it's I, always a question that has, has no factual answer. I think, it's a, it's a, uh, I think it's a pretty great game. I have no... And this is something I was thinking about. I have no idea if either of you know anything or have any interest at all <laughs> in Australian rules football. Do you? Oh, uh, nah. Look, I've got a team... But yeah, that's I've got a, a team. Oh, who okay. are your teams? I got Collingwood. Okay. Got Collingwood, which is if you if you're not an Australian person, that's a pretty controversial. It's not. It's a very popular team, but that's the yeah, it's the most hated. Yeah, the it's team that it's everyone like the else man, dislikes. Man U, Man United uh, version. Oh God, yeah. talking well. Man- the EPL <laughs> Collingwood would be the Man United so or the, What would be the American popular. version of it? Uh, New York Yankees, maybe. Yeah, maybe a very popular team. I'm not sure if everyone else. I think people always talk they about... They just love to hate them. I now hate, give me I hate the, Pittsburgh. I've heard people say that. I don't know what that means. Now give me Pittsburgh. the example of the uh, Indian Premier League cricket. <laughs> oh, the Chennai <laughs> Super Kings. Everyone Chennai hates Super those. Kings, yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you had an answer to that. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's them or the Mumbai Royals. Am I right? <laughs> goodness. My goodness. I know a lot about sports. No, I, I, cricket's probably one of my favourites. Um, they're the um, they're, they are the, the Leighton Hewitt of <laughs> yeah, of more like the Pete Sampras. Yeah, um, bit, oh. I think. Oh, my team is. See what, if you've got any sort of. You, other you're from the affluent east, so I reckon you're definitely a Hawthorne man. Hawthorne man. No, I live in Hawthorne now in a house that I rent. <laughs> so shittiest house on the most expensive street. Um, that's what they say. That's the one that's to buy. That's the one. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. That's the one to rent. Yeah, that's <laughs> the one to rent. That's, yeah. If, <laughs> We rent it every week for 40 years. We'll own it at the yeah. end, won't we? If no. Lee Matthews, uh, well, that was, anyway. He used to be on an, on an ad <laughs> where rent, rent money is dead money. And he was talking about renting to buy us. Anyway, he's, a, he's the uh, greatest ever AFL player. What? Is that what you think? Well, no, that's what the AFL, or well, he was the player of the Lee century. Matthews, Lee Matthews, I only know him as a, as Lethal a coach. Lee. As a coach. Yeah. I only know him as a, a mortgage sales. Mortgage <laughs> That's finally something I can relate to. <laughs> no, I go for the, and I chose this as a child, the Western Bulldogs. Oh, ah. great team. Bulldogs. Great team. Why but, did you choose them? Well, everyone else in my family is Richmond supporters, and I want to be a bit different. My sister was big into football as a child, not anymore, just in the primary school years. And I think the Bulldog, in, in my head, I thought that a Bulldog could beat a Tiger, because you know cats versus dogs. Yeah, but a Tiger a would, thing. I think, destroy any Sort of dog. Biggest cat in the world. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, pound no, for pound. Not even just dogs. I think it could take most animals. Most animals. <laughs> the only one that could beat it, I reckon, is the Essendon Bombers because you've oh, got. Oh, yeah, good one. Uh, I don't which, know. What about the demons? The, oh, yeah, there the you go. Demon? They're like superhuman. Uh, what about a possessed. Demons. What about a possessed. <laughs> <laughs> superhuman demons. What about a, what about a possessed. <laughs> He's cracked himself up. <laughs> good one, Matt. 
Just leave the jokes to Perkins, all right? <laughs> See, you did say it was a comedy podcast. I didn't believe you until then. <laughs> until right Now then. I'm on board. Until you thought about superhuman demons. So I went with the Western Bulldogs. <laughs> so. And they've never been good in my lifetime until this this year they're doing... That's not true. They, yeah. They've they played in uh, multiple preliminary finals in your lifetime. Yeah, but they've not been four, any good. Come on. Top four teams. My team, the Saints, have knocked you out of the finals three times in our lifetime. Anyway. So you're a St. Kilda fan. I'm a St. Kilda man. Who uh, is the the most loserish team of the competition. Uh, do they get the wooden spoon this year? They've had the most wooden spoons by a long way. No, they're not currently the worst, but they are long time the worst. Oh, they've overall? Won, they've won nearly 30 wooden spoons. In, what, 150 years? It, no, well, the, um, the comp hasn't been around that long. The game itself has been around that long. Oh, wow. Oh, so one third of the time, if it's a hundred years, every third year, they're, yeah, basically, they're the bottom team. Yeah. So why do you pick them? Um, I grew up in Moorabbin where they used to play. It was a family thing. It was actually, I was born a Carlton supporter, um, and because that was my mum's side of the family, moved to Moorabbin, and my uncle John um, said, Matt, can I have you for a minute? And he brought me into the front lounge room of my parents' house. <laughs> he sat, sat me, you down. sat me down and said, Gave you a talking to. Um, uh, Matt. You go for the Saints now. <laughs> and I said, okay, John. And that was it. Yeah. And, I've, and I've been a member of the club. Like, I pay 300 bucks a year to be a member of that team. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. It was Ever a, since that... Mo- yeah. was, your, was he a very intimidating, convincing man? He had, he had, he had a strong moustache. Yeah, well, you know, you it's not one of them moustache. weak sort of pencil ones. No, like yeah, a like proper, a real pr- pr- like 70s policeman moustache. kind of moustache, yeah. And then, since then, has he led you astray in any other respect? <laughs> um... No, never, never, never uh, did me wrong. Matt, you, you love avocados now. <laughs> yes, John. Yes, I do. Now that was uh, Hamish from the bakery at Safeway who got me into avocados. But anyway, shout out to Hamish. Should we? Um, I, I, I've have written somewhat of a report here, and we haven't even got into it at all. So, I'm well, gonna Matt, it. I'm going to ask you to do go on. <laughs> Name of the show, everyone. Well, all right. If, if, <laughs> it's a game show. <laughs> What sort of show is it? Is it comedy? Is it a game show? Oh, it's... it's do go on! We're all confused here. Come on down and Dave's do go only on. got two speeds. Uh, zero and uh, Baby John Burgess. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's all I got. Is that too old of a reference? Hey, uh, Tony Barber? <laughs> Glenn Ridge? Uh, who's the guy on no, I got one the, of the shows? I got the Burgess reference. Family feud guy? Grant Denyer. Grant Denyer. What about... No, the, about the, the most the insane Denyer. person on television is Andrew O'Keefe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. He's that crazy. guy is insane. All right, and I'm, my hero, by I'm, default. <laughs> All right. Zero to Andrew O'Keefe. We'll go with that. So I want to just paint a picture, right? This is just because in my head, I'm like, 1858, the game was invented. I just have no real concept of what that means. So I looked up uh, on the internet sure. some things around the world that happened in 1858. The Advertiser started that year, the Adelaide Advertiser newspaper. Great. Uh, definitely something for our international listeners there. Uh <laughs> Well, good, if you like that. Um, well, because you just said around the world. Well, let, let me give... All right. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you know guys, that benchmark? Is like... You guys familiar with the Wedding March? Yeah. That's the song that became popular that year because it was played at the marriage of Queen Victoria's daughter, Victoria, uh, wow. to the prince, to prince Frederick of Prussia. How, how does a wedding march Prussia, so Germany didn't exist yet. Oh, oh that's how old this yeah, is. Yeah, so I just had mad deja vu. I'm sorry, I keep going. 
Yeah, you're back. I feel like I've been here before. That's right. Well, Germany. Has yeah, you have. You were here the other I week. Think, oh yeah. Oh. I, think, I think Germany's about sixty years away. It's just before the second, first world war that Germany gets together. Yeah. So we should do so a Germany Prussia. episode one time. Uh, yep. And I don't. I can't. I looked up the pronunciation. Is you guys? Are you guys familiar with the Lourd or Lords or Lourdes apparitions? It's a, a Christian you, thing where a young spots? French girl in the town of Lourdes. How do you spell it? L O U R D E S. I'm pretty sure Lourdes. the S is silent in well, French, but the way we would bastardize it would be Lourdes, I'd say. But anyway, I learned about this in primary school. She, this young peasant girl, Bernadette, uh, saw the mother, Mary, in the sky. People still go, I've been there, I went there a few years ago. People still go there to get the holy water to cure cancer and stuff. Obviously, a load of bullshit, but that's well, like still. Well, obviously not, because you survived. That's true. You're back. I'm back. That's true. I, I did have a pretty bad hangover. Cleared right up the <laughs> next day. Right. <laughs> Just drank a gallon of that stuff. The city of Denver, Colorado was founded. Oh. 1858. And finally, this one this is a nice one. Rudolf Diesel, uh, the inventor of the diesel engine, was born. He was born? Yeah. My goodness. What I always th- thought diesel was just a, a kind of petrol. I didn't know it was a kind of uh, human inventor of... An engine that needs... Anyway. Well, I think it is a type of petrol. It's just named after that guy. Yeah, but... Rudolph I, th- I thought. I thought... Anyway, I thought it... Cool. Hey, <laughs> does it... Well, does that mean... Is there a guy called Gary Petroleum? Yeah, from Denver, Colorado. Also <laughs> born in 1858. <laughs> Great. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Now it all uh, connects up in my mind. So anyway, um, th- the man who uh, invented the game was is seen as the, the godfather of... Australian rules football is a man named Tom Wills, right? It was an Australian-born man. Um, this is before Victoria existed as well. I, um, anyway. So the state of Victoria. The state of Victoria, Australia, yeah. Sure. Um, so Tom Wills, he was, he was born into a wealthy family uh, of convict descent, and he was a really talented cricketer. At age of 14, he went over to England to study and uh, play cricket. He, he tore it up over there. He was seen as one of the best cricketers in England, um, and he uh, studied at the rugby school, which apparently is where rugby was invented. Makes sense. Well, they, but he was t- playing cricket. But he was playing cricket at the yeah. rugby school. Yeah, well, the rugby didn't really exist yet. They they so back in in this time there was no um, standardised code of football anywhere in the world. So there there were all these every school sort of had these loose rules, and they're all kind of similar, but. They sort of, you know, started to morph in in different directions, different. and the the rugby one ended up being what became rugby union and rugby league. So this school was like, hey, everyone, just jump on each other. Yeah, we get, we got it. But so um, he came back to Australia uh, a few years later in eighteen fifty six. So obviously that was going a few years before, where he captained the Victorian cricket team, the Melbourne Cricket Club, and then in eighteen fifty six he had the idea to start a football uh, league for. Victorian cricketers to stay fit through the winter. Oh, right, because cricket's a summer yeah. summer sport. Summer yeah. Sport. So, um, because there were no uh, set of rules, he drew up a set of rules uh, in uh, 1958 based on sort of all these different. Sorry, 1858. I have a real trouble with um, only being able to remember one century <laughs> of numbers. Okay, 18. 
Actually, I've written 1958. That's probably why. <laughs> so he's written up his own rules. And so he, sort of yeah, with a committee of four, he wrote up his own rules based on a, a range of different codes that he saw in his time in England. Um, right on. And then later that year in 1858, he founded the Melbourne Football Club, which is the Demons. So they are the oldest club. They're the oldest club in Australian rules football, but they're actually one of the oldest football clubs of any kind in the world. Hold on. Wow. I've got to put it up here. They're the oldest club of all, and they could have picked any mascot, so everything's up for grabs. You could have yeah, anything you like. Dibs. Yeah. There's tigers, there's lions, there's every single bird, there's snakes, dinosaurs, UFOs, absolutely anything you like, Yeah. except for things that haven't been invented yet, like cars and stuff. Bombers, and they probably. went with... Oh, yeah, Melbourne Demons, in a very sceptical time. They were not called the Demons until much, much later. Um, in the past, they were called the Red Legs, based on their <laughs> red socks. Oh, great. That's an even better mask. I wonder why they <laughs> changed that name. Which I don't mind. <laughs> the Red but Legs. They were, but they were initially known as the Fuchsias. Oh. Fuchsia. Fuchsias, yeah. The, fuchsia. the Melbourne Fuchsias. Oh. Well, that sounds tough, doesn't it? It's kind of pretty. It's a very pretty. It's <laughs> more like a netball team. So yeah, it's quite a. So when you in that it's a little context, sexist of me, isn't it? Fuchsias, <laughs> red legs, maybe demons isn't so bad. That's oh, suddenly it's sounding a lot better. Yeah, I, I mean, could have yeah. gone with anything else. Because traditionally, football teams go for a tough mascot. Tough, yeah. Or like an animal, uh, something native to the state. Yeah. It's weird that there's no Melbourne kangaroo or wombat. Um, you know, a wombat in the league or anything. There is a kangaroo. kangaroo. Yeah. I mean, oh damn it. damn it! Sorry, Dave. You I always thought magpies wasn't particularly there. intimidating. Like, yeah, they swoop at you, but, but you they, know, that's not a scary animal. So well, they got that that name because there was a big uh, magpie population around their home ground ah. at the time, apparently, and they were already, I think, already wearing black and white. So it sort of it's kind of made sense. Yeah, that's what I, I believe, you know, sure. And now I also believe, because yeah. you told me that I believe everything you say. So, yeah, so um, you said one of the oldest teams, they, they're obviously the oldest Aussie rules team, but they're also one of the oldest football teams of any code in the world. They're, I think they're something like the 12th oldest. The oldest being uh, Guy's Hospital uh, rugby uh Rugby union team. Are they from that rugby school? They're uh, no, they're from Guy's Hospital. Guy's Hospital. Where's that? Uh, it's in a, a hospital in England, and they um How and are... they've now merged with the Kings and St Thomas Rugby Football Club. So they're now called um, the Guy's, Guy's Kings and St Thomas Rugby Football Club. That's a bit much. <laughs> that a bit is a bit. Much, no yeah. wonder we've never heard of that. Yeah. That's a mouthful. The other ones are kind of boring. There's some like some soccer teams as well, but mainly the oldest ones are all rugby union teams. Yeah, anyway, that's an interesting point. Maybe well, there you go. Uh, Geelong Football Club was formed the year after the Cats. Oh, okay, right. So who were originally called the Pivotonians. What? The Geelong yeah, I Pivotonians. I don't understand what that means. The Pivotonians. So, so yeah, it was the, the Red w- Legs versus time. the Pivotonians. And the Fuchsias. The Fuchsias <laughs> versus Pivotonians, and every week they'd just play each other. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the first week, it's great because Melbourne have got both the... Grand final championship and the wooden spoon at the same time. Well, there's, in, interestingly, there. I mean, the rules were still super loose at this stage. Um, you didn't kick goals; you still ran goals over the line. Um, right on. There was no limit to the amount of players you could have on a team. No limit, so you could get I, f- I fifty mates down. Exactly, and I don't think there was a limit to the time a game would go. It was just, I think it was first to two goals, so it could go for a long time. Yeah, especially if you've got. A hundred people in, yeah, in exactly. front of the goal, yeah. just so, blocking you. And at the time, obviously, people from overseas always laugh at the 
AFL red Sharon, the way that it shaped the football. Yeah. Was it shaped that way from the beginning? Yeah, so it started off as a, a just a pig's bladder. I think that's what it was. So yeah, it was just a blown up bladder. Um, nice. So that, I think that's that gross. was partially why it came in that weird shape. That's probably why their socks were so red. They were kicking around right. a, a life, Look, a live th- animals. That's not something bladder. I read recently. That's something that's going from the back of my head. So that might be right. I trust I want that you. stricken from the you. record. Um, no, in the, it's there. Stuck in my head. In the in the following years, in the 60s, the Carlton Football Club was formed. Uh, the North Melbourne Football Club was formed. Who are the kangaroos? Damn it. I've, I'm so embarrassed that I've... Said there was no kangaroos. In the in the <laughs> 70s, the Essendon, St Kilda, and South Melbourne football clubs were formed, and at that in the 1870s, also uh, team uniforms were introduced. Oh, so before that, before that, they just, it was just each team wore a, a coloured hat and and coloured socks. They used to wear long leather boots and like a tied up canvas, like they pretty much wore formal attire. And uh, and a hat of a. I say a, good day. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's like 300 people on each team, so yeah, most, of, <laughs> most of them are just hanging out just throwing, at the bar, and they're throwing a bladder to someone with the same coloured hat as they yeah. have. And there wasn't there wasn't a boundary, so stadiums weren't enclosed. So the crowds would often just sort of be cr- on a little bit on the field as well. It'd be a very confusing game to yeah. watch. But if it, as if it's not confusing enough now, if you haven't seen it before. Yeah. Um, so one thing that really set it apart from all uh, the other footy footy codes um, was there's no offside rule, so soccer and rugby and that sort of thing, players can't be in front of the ball, you know, so mm. you don't, but in uh, Australian rules you can have players at either end of the ground at any time. I mean, I think that was probably just because there were so many people, so many you couldn't players. all fit behind the ball. <laughs> yeah, no. And at this time, so you're running it across the line, but are still people trying to kick it around? You could, you, at, at that stage, I think uh, you could, you could uh, run only as far as you needed to kick it. Um, it wasn't until later that they brought in running and and the bouncing rule. Um, yeah, so we'll keep um, pushing on. This is the VFA, which is um, now called the VFL. It's quite confusing. But the the VFA was formed in 1877 um, when Albert Park, Carlton, East Melbourne, Essendon, Geelong, Hotham, Melbourne and St Kilda football clubs um, met and, and grouped together. Um, a week earlier than that, the South Australian Football Association was formed. So the South Australian League is... It's the actual oldest, oldest proper league. Yeah, older than the Victorian well, League. No wonder we started with Adelaide at the top of the show. Yeah. It's obviously a very it important makes, league. Yeah, yeah, totally designed that way. God, he's good. Um, so that, that, was, that was the big league. That is now known as the VFL, um, confusingly, because 19 years after the VFA was formed in 1896, the VFL was established which is now called the AFL. Right, so that was uh, the Victorian Football League. That's right, and that was when the six strongest clubs um, in the VFA uh, basically broke away, and that was Collingwood, Essendon, Fitzroy, Geelong, Melbourne and South Melbourne, and they also brought along a couple of uh, shittier teams, St Kilda and Carlton. Right. Um, St Kilda, apparently, I was being told recently, we were kind of lucky to get in. It was meant to be well, Port Melbourne, who's still in the VFL, think it should have been them and they're still bitter about it like 115 years later or whatever it is they're still bitter even though there's been generations of players that have opportunities to go to the best sides yeah exactly it's interesting but um so that year Essendon won the first uh, premiership and there wasn't a final series so was it just who's got the most points it was just whoever's on top at the end of the season but from then on basically apart from a couple of years it was finals decided the um the premier 
Look, I'm given a lot of dull information. No, man. it's totally fine. Do you want to make I'm a joke, Jess? Um, sports. Yeah, sports. Got what him. about was there? So, so, to, <laughs> got him. so to start with, was there about eight teams? Yeah, eight teams initially. Yep. Wow. So and I, now we're up to. Do you know how many we're up to now? Uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. But I belong to a where I host my pub trivia, where a lot of this um, interesting facts come from. Um, at the Royston a pub in Richmond, they have a footy tipping competition every year. If you pick nine right... So there's nine games in an average round. And if you select nine out of nine and get it right, then you'll get a free meal on the pub that week. Oh, that's a good deal. But if Sweet it was, if there was there, only Dave. eight... No, but I'm saying if there was only eight teams, so that's only four games that I'd have to get, I'd be getting a free meal every week. Yeah. Especially, yeah. If, some of the, especially if some of the teams suck and you said Carlton St Kilda just been brought along. St Kilda sucked yeah. real bad early on. Oh, man. I, imagine that. I would get a... F- Free Palmer every week. All you need to do is time travel. Time travel back to a time before the pub even existed. And before Palmer's existed. (laughs) Before anything existed. All that existed was people running around in long leather boots. Yeah. Yeah, Totally. What Um, a time to be alive. I imagine it would have been a great time. Just... um, and just so, such an, like, people, what I love about it, so Essendon, you know how they, they, they've won the most premierships? That one in 1897 counts in, in the 16 premierships that they brag about. It's just like, it's, it's so funny that it's like a matter of pride that, like, people who, the game barely resembled anything like what they it's play now. It's not even now, the same game. Yeah. We're the best. So you've won all the premierships. A lot of them were before your grandparents were born. But yeah. anyway. <laughs> um, so in the in the eighteen eighties, this is um, during the VFA days. They they restricted the numbers from unlimited down to <laughs> of what? down to uh, twenty per team. Twenty per team. So the coach, I imagine that week, the coach just c- called all three hundred people in it and said, cut, "The following people are cut," and it took three hours to read out all the names. So it just whittles down till there's twenty people sitting there going, "Yes, yeah. and then, I made the squad." And then once they finally get to that, they're like, "Oh, I should have just read out the ones who did get in." Yeah, oh. that yeah, that would have been a lot. Statistically, <laughs> this would have made sense. Ugh. Anyway, that was satisfying. I like letting people down. <laughs> and there's also people that still claim, yep, my granddad, my great-great-granddad used to play for Essendon back when there was 700 people yeah. playing yeah. a week. <laughs> Got football in my blood. Uh, and then in 1899, the VFL, so a couple of seasons in, they reduced it to the current 18 players per side on the field. So even two, two more got two cut. Two got cut. Oh, oh. Brutal. Yeah. Like you've, you've survived. You've beaten 600 of your mates, but you're not good enough to beat. Uh. But that's it. If you're one of 600 that gets cut, you'd be like, nah, it's all right. 600 yeah. of us got cut. If there's like 20 and only two of oh, you are going, yeah, no, you're you've like, just, oh. You've just played two seasons with all of them, and they're like, nah, yeah. mate, you're not in the top 20. Yeah, and you're looking at like... They've changed the rules just to get you out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. This Matt Stewart bloke, he is bloody he's awful. Rubbish. Nah, but we said he's in the 20. How are we, we going to get rid of him? Do. Let's just change the rules, get 18 in. Um, here's, here's an interesting fact, and... Uh, record that still stands in 1899 the Saints scored what remains the lowest score in the league's history uh, one point wow one point for the whole game and that was against the Geelong Pivotonians who <laughs> scored 162 oh brutal 162 you know what I'd like one. to imagine that that one point was an accident as well <laughs> <laughs> Geelong like went ah oh, whoops yeah oh, and they like that, tapped we're it. going the other way yeah yeah, yeah right Oh, well. <laughs> it just still wasn't even a goal. One sixty-two to one. Is yeah, that the Saints also, sucked real bad? Is that a, still a matter of pride for you guys? Do you yeah, talk like, about that? we do have a lot of records. The Saints, <laughs> and they're all about being the worst at everything. Yeah, 
Yep. So we've so the competition's been going. Uh, what's what's your maths like? That's one hundred and sixteen years, and or even Very a little good. bit longer than that. I think since eighteen ninety nine. Eighteen ninety seven. Oh, but th- I thought you meant the VFL. Yeah, the VFL is eighteen ninety seven. Please, if you're not going to pay attention, one hundred and eighteen. And the, the, years, the, the Saints have won one premiership in that time. When was that? Nineteen sixty six. By one point. You've won one out of 118. Yeah. If they win one in your lifetime, is that going to be a very emotional day Yes, it will be. More so than the day your son was born? Do you think? Yes. 100%. Is your uncle going to sit down your son one day and convince him to barrack for St Kilda? Uh, No, he's already already been allocated the Saints. um, Allocated. Yeah, we had to cut a deal. Emma's, oh, Emma, my partner, mother of my child. Yeah. Um, she's a Bulldogs lady, but oh. she could not give a shit about football. So. Great. Well, her and I have got a lot in common. <laughs> yeah. I could not... Isn't that... Barry for the Bulldogs, I could not name you one player this year. I don't think I could either. For, we used course, to have Cooney, who yeah, won the Brownlow. Yeah, he's gone. But he's gone. Who would be the Bulldogs player that people would know? Who's the best Bont, one? Bont and Pelly. Is that a name? He should be your main man. <laughs> Bont... Is his first name Bonton? No. <laughs> that have you seen? I was going to say, I'm no, sure I know Ma- that. Marcus Bonton Pelly. Oh, what's what's is that? Is a double barrel surname or no? It's just it's just a uh, just a, a single barrel, <laughs> just the one Bonten barrel. Bonton Pelly you. is one word. Yeah, it's a great name, I reckon. And they call him Bonts. Bonts, I like that. Yeah, me and Bonts. But yep. he's a gun. He'll be like you'll, you'll definitely player. will have heard of him over the next few years if you haven't already, which you haven't because you just told me so. Yeah. Um, I know none. Well, let's keep moving because we've got over a hundred years to cover still. <laughs> Well, well, to be I, fair, we've just covered 50. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I, do, right. I do skip over a big chunk soon. In 1908, um, the VFL bring in a couple of new teams, the Richmond Football Club and the University Blues Football Club. Oh, universe. <laughs> Not to be confused with a puberty blues. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Richmond Football Club, you would know, are still going uh, strong. They were um, the Tigers the that I talked Blues, I don't know. Do you have any knowledge of them? University Blues? No, I just know it's the Carlton Blues now. Yeah, so the University Blues uh, were a team um, made up of Melbourne University uh, students. Mainly, mainly depressed. They're, they were nicknamed. <laughs> not having a good time. They might not actually. I say University Blues. I think that's what they're now known as in the VAFA. I'm, I'm, I'm just writing out things from memory. That might be wrong. They were called the University Football Club, and their nickname was the Students. No. Go the students. Oh, that's lame. Um, that is really that's lame. So isn't it? lame. Ugh. They weren't too successful. I don't think I'm not surprised because everyone else is like men and they're just like they know, 19 years old. They're boys. They're, yeah, every. I mean, everyone's under 22 because after that you finish uni and you're out. They never finished uh, higher than sixth on the ladder in a uh, 10 team comp. I was going to say these days that's pretty good, but out of 10 it's not so good. Um, and. Yeah, not they weren't too successful, um, and one of the main reasons for that was that the players were more focused on their education, ex- especially around exam time. How dare them! <laughs> My goodness, to play a game, and I imagine at this time it's not a professional game where you're being paid to play. So yeah, come on, it's students! It's just this stupid game that someone's invented not that long ago. Yeah. Like, well, I would have played for my uni, and I would have done a half-assed job, and also not done my uni work. I had no excuse. Yeah. I was I was doing nothing of everything, <laughs> uh, but the, they only lasted in the competition until 1914, um, losing their final 51 matches. Oh, you, oh that's, a, that's a cold. This is streak. terrible. But did they lose because all of them had to go off to the fight the First World War? No, that's, that the that's not. 
Uh, no, they just they were just really um, studying hard. All oh, right, I just thought that they look around the union went, oh, we've just drafted them all. Oh, but that that was oh, an dear. issue. That's an issue that we're about to come to. Um, so that that left it to just nine teams. Um, here's the thing that I want to point out, only because I'm a, a bit of Saint supporter. Um, there was Another. a final series, um, a system called the Argus system for many of the early, about the first 30 years or something like that, different versions of the Argus system, which meant that um, the team who finished on top of the ladder at the end of the normal home and away season, they got the chance to challenge the team who won the grand final. So the Saints won the grand final in 1913, um, but Fitzroy finished on top, so they got to challenge the Saints to a second grand final and the Saints lost that second grand final. So, what? Yeah. And this happened for 30 years. So, yeah, so what, I imagine every year they would challenge because you've got nothing to yeah, lose so unless you are the top team and you win the championship. Yeah, exactly. They definitely did. So it's basically just giving the, um, the top team a, a double chance. But if that happened now, the Saints, under the current system, the Saints would have had two bloody premierships. That sounds like one of those lame <laughs> things that a game show does to try okay, and... Okay, Maddie. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. Don't you reckon it sounds like one of those lame things that a game show does to try and spice things yeah, up a bit? Like, yeah. Oh, well, no one's watching the show anymore, so now you've won all the money, but you can risk it yeah. and yeah, yeah. play our old champion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, I just wanted to just touch on that. I know. I'm probably over it. I didn't know about it, to be honest. It's like, oh, what... It outraged you, though. Did you yeah. know about I it before I could see reading, the anger in your eyes. Before reading this, uh, researching this? No, I, I, I wasn't aware of that at all. I don't think that's a super well-known fact. Well, let's get it out there. Come on, guys. Hit the streets. Get, get your sandwich <laughs> banners made. Um, okay, so in 1916, due to the First World War, Essendon, St Kilda, Melbourne, Geelong and South Melbourne all dropped out of the competition to allow their players to fight in the war. Uh, leaving only the unpatriotic That's right, the cowardly. And cowardly teams of Collingwood, Carlton, Richmond <laughs> and Fitzroy to play out the system. Oh, they were like... Se- uh, season. <laughs> they were like, guys, now we'll tell them we're going. We'll tell them. And then they all go, they're like, oh, there's only three teams left, top three. <laughs> we did it. Like at that time, you know, it was seen as being... It to- totally was it being seen was like cowardly. fit um, footballers not going over to war was seen as yeah, a people, real... all in their 20s, yeah. And it was a yeah. real divisive issue, Um and there were people wa- were sort of campaigning to make um, returned soldiers have um, stars next to their name in the in the guide oh, book so or the record, so that you'd be like, you wouldn't do those ones. So you could be like, basically going the guys without the stars. I reckon. Is yeah, like, you're going. Oh, oh that, that's center. Uh, coward. He hasn't Brutal. fought anyone. Um, but so because it was a four. Uh, only four teams left, and it was the final four. There was a bit of a quirk that Fitzroy won the wooden spoon and still got to play finals. Oh! <laughs> and not only that, they won the premiership. Oh. So they were the bottom team for the league, and then they won the premiership. They, they, were, they won both the wooden spoon and the premiership in the same season. Wow. And they lost the community's respect. <laughs> yeah. Poor old guys. I'd make that exact same choice knowing what the First World War was like. Oh, totally. I, yeah. yeah, no, thank you. Any excuse. I I'm here to any look. I'm, I'm entertaining the people, right? Keeping the spirits high. Yeah. yeah. The Elvis Presley of 1916. I'd take the white feather. Did you, did you learn about that at school? The white feathers. Oh, yes. Mm. Yeah. So you, you, if you saw a young, fit guy yeah. down the street, there was a team of women who young, would Young, attractive and, yeah. girls. They'd leave them in their letterboxes and stuff. Yeah. yeah Give you a white feather brutal. to try and embarrass you into yeah. serving in the army. 
Yeah. Bitches be cry. Well, the joke's on them because I'd made my white feathers into a beautiful hat. (laughs) (laughs) Wearing it with pride. (laughs) Quietly in my own lounge room. The curtains closed. Also, 1916, that would have been the only time I imagined that I could have made the football team because there's no one else around. I'd be like, no, Essendon's still going. I'm the captain. (laughs) All right, guys, I'm the captain now. (laughs) Uh, Grandpa, (laughs) uh, can I play, please? Come on. Let's have a go. Oh, can't. It's me versus the whole team. Still score more points than St Kilda in that time. No, it's oh, true. It's true. <laughs> it true. The Saints, it took the Saints, um, I think it was like four or five seasons to win their first game. It was... It was brutal. Pardon? It was, yeah, real bad. And there's all these other teams that are getting fired for being terrible, but they still keep scraping through. Well, we started winning when the university came in. I think we started... We were now the second worst team. Okay. Um, you could beat the children. <laughs> that's right. Let's beat those amateurs. Let's skip past the war. I think we've had enough. Okay. Of that. Yeah. Enough war chat. Um, the, those teams started coming back into the league. So all those I don't teams that dropped Matt, out came back in. I don't want to disappoint you, Matt. But after this war, it seems like it's going to be okay. But then there's another big oh, war no. coming. Up. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Sorry, Matt. That sucks. All right. Well. Anyway. Anyway. So we're after I'm the sure first world war. It'll be a friendlier war, though, right? <laughs> As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also, small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. If it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, not in a way that's like, oh my God, it's expanding like yeah, yeah. More physically. Like it's growing more customers, yes. more interest. Not like it's going to explode. Yeah, not like it's a building that's like blowing up and yeah, it's yeah. all, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. And I don't think they mean for marriage. You can sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical or digital products, or you offer services like massage. Or oh. nails. Oh, my gosh. Or uh, consulting. Should we, after this, get mani-pedis? <laughs> Babe, I've already booked us in. <laughs> um, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. You know, what about blogging tools, you yeah. might be asking? I like to blog. I love to blog. I like to blog. I like to vlog. Yes. Well, Squarespace has powerful blogging tools to share stories, photos, videos, and updates. You can categorize. You can share. And schedule to make your content work for you. Scheduling's the best. Oh. Yeah. It looks like Jess has just uploaded something, What? It, but it's like 3 a.m. in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the exact time I wanted to do it in New York City, baby. Exactly. 
capture that New York market. Yeah. You mentioned vlogging as well. If you're into vlogging, you can organize your video library, showcase your content on beautiful video pages, sell access to your videos with member areas. The possibilities are endless. Now head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. For the um, so a few years later, the 1925 season, the uh, VFL were keen to bring in a tenth team to sort of level the numbers up again. Because everyone's, I suppose, people are having a, having a buy every week, yeah. and this is the Roaring Twenties after all. And this is something I only learnt yesterday that they were strongly considering a public service football club to be the tenth team in the league. What is that? Made mean? up only of <laughs> of federal and state public service. <laughs> Imagine they did that now. It would be so, so good. So good. Oh, my goodness. Joe Hockey's out there giving a pep talk. (laughs) Guys, if you win this, we'll win the respect. And I can put an even more corrupt budget through. Yeah. But um, uh, obviously that that didn't quite happen in the end. And instead they... And that was... uh, um, it was quite a big drawn out thing with the VFA. um, But they eventually brought in three teams from the VFA. Um, and they were your boys. The uh, oh, so the VFA Footscray was Bulldogs. still going on. Uh, VFA like the was going, yeah, underneath. They the were VFL. like the an, um, more of an amateur league, and the, the league were getting paid a little. Sure. Were they a bit annoyed them. that the politicians were considered before them, <laughs> even though they're actually playing the game? Yeah, well, Footscray apparently they were the dominant team in the VFA at that time. So Big they, fish, little pond. Yeah, and then they well they they of the three teams that came across, they ended up boosting the league up to twelve teams. They brought in. Uh, Footscray, yep, were the Western Bulldogs now. Hawthorne, um, who were like the dominant team of today, and uh, North Melbourne Kangaroos. Um, and Hawthorne and North Melbourne took ages to get any real wins on the board, but the Bulldogs did pretty well almost straight away. Well, it's uh, f- I'll take credit for that. Yeah, that's been flipped on its head uh, long term, but because yep. the Bulldogs with the Saints have both only won the one premiership. When was that for the Bulldogs? 54. 1954. Yeah. What a great year that great was. Year. Great year. Great year. Good memories. Good memories. Um, in, I, li- I like this little factoid. In 1927, the South Australian Football League um, renamed itself the South Australian National Football League. And as far as I'm aware, <laughs> there weren't then and there never have been any teams from outside South Australia in the South Australian National <laughs> Football League. <laughs> Big city dreams. <laughs> Probably more of an aspirational name, yeah, I guess. Right. But no, yeah, the, that... the South Australian International Intergalactic <laughs> Football League. It is kind of similar to like Miss Universe or something, yeah. or, or yeah. the World Series in baseball. It's like, yeah, you mean only for these few American teams. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, in 1930, Collingwood, your boys, yeah. uh, became the first and only team still to this day to win four straight premierships. Oh. So that was the 30s. Yeah. So, again, they're, they're a team who's won, like, the third most amount of premierships. And, like, a lot of them were done early yeah, on. Yeah, we were very early. Uh, in 1934, Bob Pratt kicked 150 goals in the season. He was a South Melbourne player. Still, that's, that was... Is that a record? That's the, still the record. It was matched um, much later by a guy called uh, Peter Hudson. and um, But he did it with, like... He did it in 10 more games. He, he did it including all the finals and a longer season. Right. So, wow. goals. so Bob Pratt, I think he, he did it in, he averaged, I should know the fact there, but he, he did it in very few games. It was like something that is, will never be repeated 
ever and, again. And he's not on an the, Australian banknote. What a travesty. The the leading goal kicker this year in um in uh, 2015 was a guy who kicked 75 goals and wow. and that was in more games. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so oh, and who was that? Do you know who the 75 was? His name's Josh Kennedy for the Eagles, I think. 75. Yeah. Pretty good, but yeah, not no. bad. you know, pretty good, I guess. Um, Absolute oh no, loss. hang on. There's another war broke out. <gasps> oh no. What? Um, in 1942, Geelong doesn't compete due to World War II restrictions. Um, they were the only team who dropped out then. And payments to players um, because of you know rationing, money, rationing uh, were limited to three dollars per match. Three dollars a match. And what were they getting match. before that? More than More. that. More. I play basketball and I have to pay three dollars to get into the stadium every week. Yeah, what that feels that feels crazy. Yeah, that's what they were getting paid. I spend more than that on times. coffee. Anyway. <laughs> three dollars. Three dollars. But this is nineteen forty two, so I imagine that inflation that is It's well, yeah, I wonder how much it would be right. by and today's day. To be honest, in nineteen forty two probably getting paid in pounds still. Yeah, so yeah, yeah that's pro- I I may have that's grabbed true. that. No, that fact was straight off the AFL's website. So oh, it's probably adjusted it's a to Australian yeah. dollars for the time. Um, the wow. the, the finals uh, at that time were moved to Princess Park, just up the road from us here in uh, Carlton, because um, the MCG was used by the Defence Forces. Oh they were, right, they were so landing the training... their jets on there or something. Oh wow, right. It was maybe a bit, no, that's probably not true. But they were using it some. <laughs> Jets. Uh, just jets. camping out or whatever nah, you know, army dudes do. And the Jets. <laughs> Gather Jets. Um, in 1943, Geelong again did not participate. And the bottom team uh, midway through the season, round 11, uh, was knocked out of the... Just told to don't worry about it anymore. And that team... <laughs> oh, I imagine don't bother. Was it was St Kilda? St Kilda, yeah. Oh, yay. <laughs> Look, guys, don't worry about coming next um, week. But if we could just grab you guys to maybe go... Make some bullets or something. That'd yeah, no, no. It's like, well, you know, you're not playing football. You could probably get over to the yeah. the Western Front. How about that? <laughs> Toodles. There we go. All right, all right. Yeah, here's a gun. Um, <laughs> you know, but uh, during the war, the you know the Saints' colours. Sorry, this is a bit Saint centric. Oh, that's fine. What's it? Black, white, and red. Black, white, and red. Which or red, um, white, and black. During what is that? During the war was. Um, I think this, this might have been the First World War, actually. It was the same colour as the German flag, the German colours. So they changed, they changed their colours to black, yellow and red um, to match the Belgian ally colours. Aha, uh-huh, very good. Funnily enough, like, Germany's colours are now black, yellow yeah, and red. So. I, and I think they, that is, they copied the yeah, Saints, though. I think so, yeah, absolutely. I think that's what happened. <laughs> Big influence in Germany, the Saints. Yeah, yeah. They're like, nah, if... Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, well, if you're going to change your cars, we'll just change them back, so we'll just copy you. Yeah, yeah. right. That could have that could have been true. Um, anyway, let's move on from the war. I oh, there's probably more wars, but it, the, the later wars seem to affect the um, football less for some reason. Well, that's because the, those were the, the two biggest wars in history. And when did they get uh, rid of conscription as well? Yeah, that's right. Well, conscription well, was uh, In Vietnam, right, yep. they had a lottery. Did they? That you yeah. did not want to win. Yeah. Wow. yeah, I think my old man just missed it. Yeah, they oh, breed out birth- birthdays. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so you yeah. Breed yeah. Out on TV or, or on the radio, and, crazy you and I've, I've never met anybody else with my birthday too. So that would just be at least if I got called up, I could be like, Ah, you too, cool. 
August. I'm taking you with me. Twenty third. Oh, so close. Twenty sixth. Twenty sixth. And Dave's two days later. August the twenty eighth. Same year. Yes. And everything. We're send, birthday buddies. Send your presents to. That's right. Care of. <laughs> Um, no, oh, we'll, of Matt Stewart. So, well, we're gonna have <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. we'll get so successful we'll have to set up a P.O. box for all the <laughs> gifts we're going to be getting. That's right. Send in your old German flags. <laughs> Here's a couple more boring facts. 1970. Oh, thanks um, for prefacing it. With that. N- n- 1970 was a big year for boring facts. Waverley Park hosted its first match um, where Geelong defeated Fitzroy. Waverley Park, that was, they wanted uh, the AFL, or the, sorry, the VFL wanted to break their um, reliance on the MCG, so they decided uh, in the 1950s to build their own super stadium and they bought a big chunk of um, farmland in Waverley near where, mm. very, probably pretty close to you on very Mount close. Waverley. Yep. And they, um, the they originally planned a 155,000-seat stadium. Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's like when a crazy dictator says, yeah. I'm building the biggest stadium in the world. <laughs> yeah, Kim, Kim Jong-il yeah, was Kim involved. Jong-il stuff. Yeah, Kim Jong-il stuff. That's right, one of the... Kim uh, Kim Il Sun, the his dad, to come to come on out, and that yeah. So that that was the original plan, and, and eventually it was built to be like seventy something thousand um, so what, seat stadium. What is that a stadium for ants? <laughs> <laughs> My God, seventy thousand. That's um, does that still? I see. I, I don't. They don't play games there anymore. No, they don't. Yeah. That, that got sold and knocked down um, maybe ten, ten, twenty years ago yeah, when so they built the um, well, uh, Dockland Stadium. And uh, it's now they've kept one stand, and the football the football surface is still there. The Hawks train Hawks there. Hawks train there. There's but, cafes there now. But where all the rest of the stands were, are all um, it's all, all housing developments. So you, well, could, you, you could live uh, in one of the shitty Waverley Park stands. Um, another. So, hold on, sorry. They don't actually just. It's not the facade of a stand that's been no. turned no. into. No, they, I they just totally it just looks down. like an oval now. Like it looks like a stadium, but if you go inside, there's like little doors and windows. <laughs> and amazing. And skylights. I'm into that. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, another boring fact from 1970. It was the first direct <laughs> telecast of the Brownlow medal count. The Brownlow medal being the best player of, or best, best and fairest as, player of the season. As vote, do you know who votes for it? The umpires. I the think. umpires. What a weird system. People yep. who don't necessarily, they shouldn't be focusing on who's playing well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, to be honest, yeah. if I was the umpire, I'd probably be like, "Well, that guy called me an asshole." So yeah, he's probably won't give him the vote. Oh, why aren't they nicer to umpires then? If they're the ones yeah, that are well, the too. ones who win tend to be. Ah. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, it's all about that. Anyway, I've said too much. Matt's going to disappear tonight. <laughs> Your face so serious all so of a sudden. Like, oh my god, <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> With the umpire, it's all about that that handshake at the end. Thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah. good on you. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Have a close look at that. The guys who were doing those—they're the ones oh. wearing the medal at the end of the year. <laughs> That's right. That that was it was named after a, an administrator, Charles Brownlow, and it it was inaugurated in the 1920s. Nine, so he was admin, so the. Poor old Tom Wills that started the whole yeah. game. Is there anything named oh, after him? Yeah. No, nah, nah, nothing. And oh, do you want me to tell you game. some more about Wills? Yeah. yeah. Um, so he, he came back after, you know, he invented the game and stuff. Um, no biggie, he just invented the biggest game in our country. Yeah. Was a dominant uh, for Victorian cricket. And before, oh, that's right, he was also the best cricketer. This is all pre-Federation um, and, and pre-Test cricket as well, so... Test matches did start, and he was started to be seen as a bit of a, 
bit of a has been. He got called for throwing. He was a, a bowler, oh, and he um he was like, "No, I do this with the pig's bladder all the time." He really went. He really <laughs> went out of. He really went out of fashion in the cricket world, um, and it started getting a bit sad. His uh, while all that was happening, he went up north to Queensland for a little while with his dad, who was looking to start a a, a new um, farm uh, up oh. up north. And he doesn't um, sound like it's good for. Oh, no. I, I was hoping he's going to have a big comeback, but it he's doesn't not, sound. Is he? Oh, is it not? Good he's going to get time. malaria or something. Um, he's going to kill himself. No, his uh, in the biggest ever massacre of uh, European settlers by Indigenous Australians. Eighteen men, including his father, were killed. <gasps> Which I like, I I know that, uh, this is probably bad, but I feel no sympathy. It's like, yeah, I I kind of I know it wouldn't be good for me. I kind of anyway, you know, fair enough. It's hard, but I don't know. But was he? Well, he's it, it all going, Hey, we're gonna take this land for our farm. Yeah, it now, all depends you know? whether if he was being asked or not. Yeah, that's true. Apparently, apparently, Tom himself was pretty friendly. But how do you like history you is know? such a weird thing? Like, oh. it's all been written by European. Yeah, settlers, right. so who knows? And but he was so he was one of the dead. No, Tom wasn't one of the dead. His dad was, and he obviously found that pretty traumatic. He struggled with that a lot, and then at the age of forty-five, he stabbed a pair of scissors through his heart oh, and killed himself. Whoa! Okay, I shouldn't be happy, but Perkins picked suicide. So, <laughs> yeah, well, did you pick what murder weapon? I didn't pick. Oh, no, was that Tom Willis in Should've the turned study that into a little quiz there. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Tom Willis in the study with the scissors. Yeah, through the heart. Yeah. That's a- Oh, that is an amazing a, way to go. Because if you don't do it well, hard enough... It will really hurt. Really hurt, and you live. I, yeah. think, I just like to think that it was him trying to create uh-huh. a new game. Yeah, he, that's because that's which his thing. he was thing. famous he, for. He also, yeah, invented uh, Operation, the board game. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to, <laughs> trying to remove the heart without touching the ribs. Yeah, but oh. unfortunately he uh, got electrocuted <laughs> touching the sides. Oh. What a way um, to yeah, go. so that was pretty sad, and he was kind of forgotten about for a long time, and he's only really been um, thought of and brought up in a, a, of a high regard in the last twenty years. People started talking about him again. So that was so that was the second dull uh, fact from nineteen seventy was the Brownlow medal count, and then the third one was the highest ever VFL AFL match attendance, one hundred twenty one thousand six hundred ninety six at when, the MCG was... at the grand final between Carlton and Collingwood. Wow. Which was the famous um, grand final that uh, Jezelenko took that big Jezelenko! mark? Jezelenko! Oh, the mark of the you, century. You yeah, that's the one. And um, it was the game where Carlton came back to win after being down by 40 points because Ron Barassi coached them and said, play on at all costs. And he brought on this kid, an unknown kid called, I think his name was Ted Hopkins, and he kicked five goals in the second half. Far out. And I, he hardly played ever uh, ever again. Did he just not want to ruin his record? No, you wouldn't, would you? Yeah, maybe. Like, just... He just, like, just adrenaline kicked in and he just went nuts. <laughs> and then he's like, I can't... That's great. And did he... Because you win a medal if you pick... You, you kick the most goals in the grand final. Is that right? Or if you're the best player? Uh, you do... Yeah, you get uh, the Norm Smith medal, which is named after a, a legendary Melbourne coach. So you to say, a legendary bird. <laughs> That may or may not have existed in the Himalayan mountains. <laughs> Norm, Norm Smith. Smith. <laughs> <Ca-ca>! <laughs> I was about to say that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Good old Norm. Love you, Norm. Norm Smith. But yeah, um, there's a there's a story about Norm Smith. There's like the Norm Smith curse. That's why they're not, Melbourne haven't won a premiership since they sacked Norm Smith. 
Ooh. And that scene is like being a curse. Told you. Um, Mystical. Yeah. <laughs> Mystical norm. <laughs> you did not cross norm. Yeah. <laughs> they brought him back later, but yeah, it was never the same. And they've, yeah, they've sucked ever since. And they're like, they're the St. Kilda of the modern era. <laughs> Real battlers. They've, yeah, been, oh, been in the bottom six for the last, they haven't made the finals for nine years or something. Oh dear. Tough norm. times. Norm's done, done them in. Um, yeah, so here's now I've got through those uh, boring facts. Here's an exciting fact from 1975. Um, clubs were permitted to adopt coloured shorts for introduced colour television coverage. Oh, isn't oh. it funny how TV changes everything? Yeah. So That's before so that, was it white white shorts only? It was um, black shorts for the home team, white shorts for the away team. Ah. ah. That's a good fact. Yeah. That, that's a is great that a, fact. Is actually, that a yeah. good fact? I right. think so. That's interesting. Short-related facts. Yeah, more of those, please. Oh, girl, there's a similar. I don't know. I shouldn't even bring it up because I don't know the details, and I'm hoping one of you does. But it's the same when they brought in uh, like color TV and the cricket. Didn't they make them wear like pastel colors? Yeah, that was. Uh, that was. Well, they that were was wearing Kerry, colored. Kerry Packer yeah. started the World Series cricket um, to make it more exciting. Yeah. yeah, and they played at the at Waverley Park. That's where they first ah. played, which is that 155, not quite thousand. <laughs> Seat How many showed up to that first game? Not many at all. <laughs> no, not many. Not many. So they probably made the right decision in cutting that number down. Um, wow. Cool. Well, you just said before the highest attendance ever is one twenty thousand. So they're still. Yeah, that's right. They were jammed. Oh, you, know, you you would have at the MCG. That was because that's the MCG absolutely jam packed, and a lot of that was standing room. I'm and fairly sure that it's illegal to have that many now, isn't it? Because there's more seats now. now. Uh, less standing room, so you can't squeeze as many in. So you, you get up towards 100,000 as very, the max. very fat country that we live yeah, in Yeah, we these have days. got fatter. We were leaner back in those days. <laughs> um, that's right, before, we got all, McDonald's got, hadn't arrived. That's right. Second World War, the rationing we were talking about before, it was hard. It was hard to get fat. It was hard. Um, okay, and, and so at this stage, we're still... It's still the VFL, it's still only Victorian teams. So... Um, I'm going to start talking about how, how it's, it's morphed into the AFL. Um, the, I haven't mentioned it much, but the team South Melbourne, who don't exist anymore. I oh, know you kept mentioning them, and I'm thinking, who are they? They they between they were they won three premierships in the first um, like 50 years. So they are a moderately successful team. Um, Sorry, three times as successful as your team and my team. <laughs> yeah, and much less time. Um, yeah. But between 45, 1945, and 1981. They only played finals twice, so they were. Oh, that was they were the real battlers in that mid-century um, period, uh, and by the end of that time, they were in financial strife, which you sort of expect. And around the same time, the VFL were keen to start looking to broaden their um, horizons, go national. <laughs> Compete with the Adelaide, yeah, or the South Australian. I wonder National if they consider calling themselves the F- <laughs> VFNL or something. Um, so in 1982, um, against the will of a lot of South Melbourne supporters, they relocated all their home games to Sydney. Um, still called South Melbourne. The following uh-huh. year, so they were still called South Melbourne in for Sydney. one year, yeah, and then the following year they were called just called the Swans. And then the year after that, they became the Sydney but that's some, that, But that's a great transitioning there, isn't it? I bet they were telling everyone, no, we'll always be South Melbourne. We'll always be South. We'll, well, the, we'll, we'll always be the Swans. Don't you worry. Sydney Swans. So the board cut a deal um, moving them to Sydney. And then there was a coup and the uh, South Melbourne for South Melbourne um, uh, 
committee or whatever uh, group got voted in and took over the club, but they weren't able to bring him back. Oh. It was sort of it was just too hard. They were in so much financial strife that they weren't able to do it. Um, I don't know if you do you know this. Do you know Dr. Jeffrey Edelston? Yes. He um, so they they battled early years in Sydney, and in 1985, uh, Dr. Jeffrey Edelston uh, bought the team outright. So he was a private owner of the club, which is pretty rare. Nearly always AFL teams are owned by the members, um, and he sort of started bringing a bit of a bit of razzle dazzle to I the club. I bet he did. Oh, including he's a very famous. Uh very wealthy and very controversial sort of personal life kind of guy. Yep. Yeah, he's in, he's currently on a series of uh, Celebrity Apprentice, oh, yeah. apparently. He's so, you know, he's a pretty big deal. Yep. Um, and he, so he brought Warwick Kappa to the club. Oh, one um, Who's uh, long bomb locks and tight white shorts made him <laughs> the biggest thing in the footy field in the 1980s. How do so, you remember him? So, and before that, who was he playing for? Uh, I think that, that was his first team. So they brought him in oh. from... Um, like it is a junior, I think. And was it Edelston sort of splashing some cash? But yeah. was it his plan to be like, all right, we want you to be a blonde guy with short? I reckon that was part of it. It's it a bit of an of image. Like, so he used to drive a pink lamb, help pink Lamborghini to the games and stuff. So they they, they became like the real rock and roll. No, Kappa. Warwick oh. Kappa had a pink Lamborghini. Yeah, uh, Edelston uh, flew a helicopter to the games. Oh, pardon, of course. Sorry, <laughs> of course he did. Sorry, I just remember my uncle played for them when they were still South Melbourne. Oh, really? Yeah, that's cool. I have no further uh, information about it. Uh, just what that was his he name? played he, Russell Cook. Russell Cook. I'm looking him up. Yeah, he never sat you down and. Gave you the talk no. and said, look, you've got to go for the South Melbourne. No, he didn't. He just let me be. Oh. Good uncle. Yeah. Good uncle. That is a good uncle. Yeah. <laughs> no offence, Matt. Um, yeah, so that was the Swans. They uh, they hit a lot of trouble again soon after that. They they did pretty well in those years, but like the money didn't last. And Oh, was it not managed well? The pink Lambo did yeah, last. Well. He bought all his players pink Lamborghinis and thought, why, why is the club broke? Uh, he also brought a player called Greg Diesel Williams to the club. Oh, uh, that's two-time related in- to the inventor of the diesel engine. <laughs> I just yeah, I just saw that he was um, two-time Brownlow medalist, but yeah, also uh, related to the inventor of the diesel engine, which is not true. I don't know why they called him Diesel. I think he's just it was just like just an in and under sort of no frills kind of player. I guess that was why. Just kept going. Is that a thing that diesel engines do? <laughs> anyway, let's say yes. Yes. So, so that was the first team. So now the VFL could start thinking. Oh, we are. So it's still called the VFL. Still called the VFL Sydney. in uh, nineteen mid nineteen eighties. In nineteen eighty seven, um, the Queensland Football League and the Western Australian Football League, the Waffle, um, both <laughs> bought licenses to bring teams into the VFL as well. So the Brisbane Bears Football Club and the West Coast Eagles Football Club came into the, the comp in 1987, still called the VFL. But Adelaide is holding out. Adelaide, yeah, I, I guess so. Because, the, I mean, their league was still quite strong, but the VFL got stronger and stronger, got more flushed with cash, and they started buying players from other states. So the VFL was starting to become the strongest uh, comp in the league because sure. they were buying the best players. A lot of that, Carlton pretty much bought a premiership in the mid-'80s by buying... A, a lot of the best players from Adelaide, including uh, Stephen Sticks Kernahan and uh, John Dorotich and uh, a few others. But anyway, that's, an, that's boring football stuff. Um, 
In 19- I'm sure a lot of people love football, just Jess and I are thinking, who are they? <laughs> I can't believe you don't know Stephen Sticks Kernahan. Have you never seen the clip of a, a guy singing Stand By Your Man with, into a, <laughs> a, a, a Premiership Cup? No. Well, you've got to YouTube that later. Okay. That's, that's Stephen Sticks Kernahan. Very good. So, so still called the VFL right through the 80s. In 1990, the VFL was finally renamed the AFL. Now, you could start to probably realistically call it a national competition. You had um, the, a team on the West Coast. You had a team up north in Queensland. You had a team in New South Wales and Sydney. So, and obviously, still the plenty of teams in Victoria. Um, and then over the following years um, in... 1991, the Adelaide Football Club came into the comp. Was, Finally, they were like, all that right, was the, you yeah, win. South Australia. Your league is much more national than we are. <laughs> Initially, it was um, Port Adelaide Football Club, probably the strongest ever football club in Australia, um, a bid for a licence, but the uh, sort of amalgam Adelaide Crows, football, a brand new club made up of, um, all, of uh, all of South Australia Football oh, so so Port Adelaide didn't get a go. No, for a even while. though they they've won like uh, they've won something like forty or fifty premierships in the NFL. They're like just a super dominant team, way more than any VFL team's ever done. Um, so they so the Adelaide Crows came in uh, in '95. The Fremantle Dockers were brought in, so the second uh, WA team in 1997. Fitzroy, who were uh, one of the original VFL clubs from back in. 1897, they merged with the Brisbane Bears because they were just battling. Both of them were battling, really, and became the Brisbane Lions. Right on. Who only a few years later won uh, three premierships back-to-back. So that worked out pretty well for them. So really, they came good. Yeah, they did come come, came real good. Then Port Adelaide came in um, in 1997 as well. But they, because... They were the Port Adelaide Magpies because Collingwood already had that. that that's why they had to choose a different thing. And they maybe. went with power. Yeah. Port power. But Come on, guys. There's, so, there's still more there's animals, a lot of that animals that we haven't used. I'm going to tell you that there are 450,000 species of beetles in the world. You know beetles? That's how many different types of beetles there are. beetles, though, is a good... That it's a, better than it's just power. a word. Power. Power, like that's... That's a. I'd call that a pretty uh, powerful word. Have um, you seen Beatles? They're pretty powerful. The most best-selling band of all time, named after Beatles. And also, mm-hmm. yeah, Ooh, isn't it like pound for pound the uh, the rhinoceros beetle or whatever it's called? The one that looks like a rhino is like one of the strongest animals in the world. I think. That's pound, right. A lot more powerful than than power itself. Mm. <laughs> that should be the that that like the catchphrase the, for that beetle. Oh, the port, the port beetles. But, uh, do you know great. how many premierships oh. the power of one? Port. Uh, Let's have a guess. Five? Yeah. Well, they've been in the comp uh, since 1997. So oh, they've okay, been around so for less than 20 years. 18, I would say four. S- no. Jeez, oh, all right. They've won the same amount as St Kilda and the Bulldogs. They've won just the one. But one. they've won it one in 18 years. Rather uh, than, yeah. One in 118 years. Yeah. Um, uh, so then, so we're getting pretty close now to what the league looks like now. In um, 97, also the... Footscray renamed themselves as the Western Bulldogs. What was be, the reason of that? The reason was to go where the team for all of the western suburbs of Melbourne. All right, not just Footscray. Not just Footscray. So they were trying to just broaden their reach to, to a whole you know segment of Melbourne, totally which what, is probably smart. I think that your St Kilda should just rename themselves the Southern Australia. Australia's, <laughs> Australia's team. <laughs> and everyone, suddenly they're everyone's team. 
And then yeah, people well, will get well, finally behind them. They could be them. the Australian yeah. Saints, the Mary McKillops. Oh, very good. Thank you. The Mary McKillops. We've got a officially canonised saint now. Very good. There's a little fact for you, uh, Jessica. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Pecco. <laughs> and maybe just the McKillops. The McKillops. Then we'd yeah, call McKillops. them the Mackers. Or the Killers. Oh, oh. yes. The there Killers. Because killers. I'm just bad. thinking the Mary McKillops isn't a very intimidating name. The Marys. Come on, Mary. Come on, Mary. The Bloody Marys. Oh. oh that's good. That that's is what, good. Um, well, I'm, I'm coming up. Um, I'm going to take questions in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but just Please, the, fi- the final you. couple of teams, you know the last two teams that have been admitted in the league in the last five years? The Gold Coast Suns. Gold Coast Suns. And, and GW West. Yep. Greater yeah. West so now there's What are they, Giants? The Giants, yeah. So you've got... Come on! Well played, sir. You've got two teams in New no, South No, no, I'm saying come on, get oh, a better name. That is a lame Giants name. Giants isn't bad. Giant, no, just go with... What about something cool like an actual thing... Like, like the Minotaurs or something cool. Like an, did you say an actual, an actual thing? thing? Like a Minotaur? No, like an actual Dave, giant thing that people can relate. Because it's giants, you're like, oh, whatever. But Minotaur. Colossal. Yeah. The GWS Minotaur. I don't mind it. But I think that the teams seem to love uh, alliteration. Yeah. GWS Giants. G- uh, okay. Greater Western. obviously not. Greater Western Port Power Sydney. is. There's not a lot of them, actually, right. now that you're Galahs. Galahs. What a great Australian animal. Yeah. Galahs. <laughs> I don't mind the galahs. Or the Greater Western Sydney grapes. One Giraffes. Of my, one of my favourite fruits. Good Giraffes. fruit. Real good fruit. Jeff, like my uncle. Do you, do you, want, do you want to go through some mascots? Um, yeah, right. So, I mean, you know what the crows were. The lions um, used to be the Brisbane bears. Fitzroy... Before they were the lions, they were the maroons or the gorillas. Gorillas is That's good. Bad, right? That is really good. Gorillas is good. The Carlton Blues were once known as the butchers. Oh. Perfect. Love it. I think because their strip looked like a, a, oh. a, a, a butcher. Makes them sound like they could go on a killing spree. Yeah, I'm going to butcher you. Yeah. The butcher. The, it's a great serial killer. That's great. The bombers uh, used to be called the same olds. The same oh, ones. I love that. That's such a, I don't understand it. I don't understand it either, but I like what it. What does that mean? And then they the were same old same bombers. Olds. They were bombers because the Essendon was near the Essendon um, airport. And during the war, I think that was... They had like yeah, the Good old fighter jets bombing, parked out there. Bombing the Hawthorne Hawks, they were originally the Mayblooms. Mayblooms. Again, not very scary. No, no. Hawks, is, that's a good choice. Yeah. Yeah, Hawthorne Hawks. That's another clear that's alliteration. That, yeah. Melbourne Demons, um, obviously, we said before, Red Legs and Fuchsias. Uh, do you know what, this is a more famous one, do you know what the Kangaroos are, used to be known as, and are oh, still sort of known North as a North Melbourne, oh, I thought that, no, Blues. No. The Shinboners. Shinboners. <laughs> <laughs> You're, hold on, not just Shinbone, but Shinboners. Yeah, Shinboners. <laughs> <laughs> I never really thought of it like that. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> You're familiar with that term? That was kind of a famous <laughs> one, I think. What? And that was what sorry, what term? I'm not familiar with the Shinboner. The, the, <laughs> have you heard of a guy called Glenn Archer? He was yeah. named the Shinboner of the century. <laughs> That's the best fetish I've ever heard. <laughs> Shinboner. What does that mean? You're giving me a Shinboner. <laughs> I'd never. It's so funny that I'd never connected. Me either. The boner out of that. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty funny. I don't know why Dave's laughing about that. <laughs> but what is, what is it to be a shin boner? What does that mean? Well, the, the, uh, apparently, the theory is that um, 
A lot of the players back in the day worked in abattoirs, and they used to pull the the meat from the shin bones, oh. and that's where it came from. Oh, that that's that instantly comes to mind. Not shin boner. <laughs> what were you guys thinking? <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, we're bring, the problem here. Bring back the shin boners. Yeah. Bring no, back. I was yeah, I was thinking abattoirs and separating meat from shin bones. <laughs> oh, that thing that we all do. The Tigers, as far as I know, they were always called the Tigers. And I, and the story I read was because a fan of theirs used to sit in a tree outside of the MCG or, the, or outside of Punt Road and yelling, go the Tigers, from, from a tree. And that was where the name <laughs> came from. He, he didn't like AFL. He just had something wrong with him. Yeah. <laughs> go just, the Tigers. Go the t- no, get... not you. I'm talking to <laughs> yeah, the right. Tigers I can see over here. What they don't know is that even when they went training, he was in that tree yelling. <laughs> the neighbours hated him. St. Kilda were once known as the Seagulls for a little while because they yeah. were, you know, beachside team and oh, sort of yeah. made a bit of sense. But <laughs> Saints probably make some sense as well, St. Kilda. Um, I suppose they could be the McKillops. The Swans mm. uh, used to be known as the Bloods or the Bloodstained oh. Angels. Bloodstained? Oh, that <laughs> is like a oh. terrifying bikey gang. Yeah. Uh, Eagles were obviously pretty new. They've always been known as the Eagles. What about the Bulldogs? Do you know what any of your other... Nicknames? Uh, Footscray. Is it? Are they animals? No, I don't. Know. It's hard no. to really know what these things are. <laughs> oh, please tell so oh, shin, no. shin boners. One of them is just describing the fact they've got three colours. I think they called it. They were called the tricolours. Oh, lame. Wow. Yeah, that's bad, isn't it? The Imperials, which I, I wonder is is that because they got the colours of the Union Jack, maybe? Oh. And the Scraggers. Oh, good, perfect yeah. Scragger. The Scraggers versus the Shin Bonus. <laughs> Who will win? Shin Bonus always. Shin, yeah. Was, uh, well, shin I know, Bonus. But if you scrag onto a Shin Bone, it's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good result. That is a good. Yeah, that is a good point. So yeah, that. I mean, that's. I mean, there's so much shit I could talk about. I don't know if there's anyone else you want to talk about. I mean, there's the th- international players coming in. Like, there's been Irish players. Yeah, a few Irish, yeah. Um, now, Americans are starting to um, have a crack. And how are they getting drafted? How are they even hearing about they, the Well, they, they scout them. There's AFL are trying to expand internationally as well. So they, they have an international cup, which is played in like, teams like Ireland and Japan and um, does Australia just stuff. destroy? Or do they no, not play? Australia doesn't play in it. So it's all, they're all amateur teams with pretty low-quality games. But, um, you know, it's just something they're trying Are to do. Are you trying to tell up. me that I could represent Japan internationally in Australian football? I think you, well, I think you could. Um, the one problem I can see with that is that you're not Japanese. Well, I, just, I would just have to learn like, about ten phrases. Kick it to me. Good one. And <laughs> more money, gold. please. <laughs> yeah, well, well, yeah, why am I not being. Oh, 100,000 yen? This is. Oh, that's not very much at all. <laughs> yeah, you need to get good at your um, conversion. Yeah, I'll have a calculator. Yeah. At all times. Ooh. I think that's fair. Um, yeah, and then there's like things like, um, you know, the different records and stuff, and that's all kind of boring stuff. Essendon has, has won the most premierships, Essendon and Carlton, both with 16. But like I said, most of them were. Pretty so long ago. In the modern era, Hawthorne, is, I would say, is definitely the, the most top dominant. Team. Well, that's why I moved to Hawthorne, to be a winner. Yeah. To be a winner. <laughs> to be near the winners. To be near the winners. <laughs> and actually, I'm closer to the winners because I live near where they train. So yeah, I don't know why. Why don't they yeah, train near where I live? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so uh, I don't uh, have do, do you have anything for me? Anything you want to. I, I knew none of that. No, I knew nothing. Isn't it weird that our national game? 
Uh, one, I'm not that into it. And two, I have no idea. And I think even the people that go out there every week, members that go to every single game, home and away, fly into state to watch them, have no idea where the game came from. Yeah. yeah. If I said, oh, mate, yeah, you love footy. Tom Wills, right? They'd be like, who are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. I reckon that's probably true as well. It's funny to think that just at that time, this one guy went over to England and that was how it happened. Otherwise, you know, if someone else came back and went, Found this great game called rugby. Let's just play that, which is more what happened in um, in, northern in, states. in the northern states. Yeah, that was why. That, anyway, this is a weird addendum at the end of the episode. Well, maybe a throwfall to a future episode. Thank you very much, mate. That was great. No Jess, worries. How did you find it? Compelling. Compelling. Yeah. I think that we should go out and start our own league. Yeah. Okay. Well, guys, thank you very much for joining us, Matt. Thank you for going on. <laughs> I really did go on. I, go I, on. I don't even want to look at how long that went no, for. You bloody enjoyed that, and I and I, so did I. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed it. I just, yeah, I felt like I had nothing to contribute because I know nothing about football. That, but well, now I do. Well, you will know something about something next week, so I believe Jess Perkins might be up next yep. with a report on the next episode. Yeah, it's going to be top stuff. Don't tell us, but do you know what you, you have any ideas? I had an idea during this one, so I'll oh, start. Why'd you drift it off? <laughs> at one it's point. Definitely like, rugby league. <laughs> definitely rugby league. Shut up, Dave. <laughs> All right, well, we look forward to that. Thank you very much, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.